What's going on, folks? I'm George Gamble from Premier Sports Plays and SBR Sports Picks. After England's excellent display last night over Ukraine, we now know the identity of the four teams taking place in the Euro 2020 semi-finals. And today, I'm going to be running the rule over the first semi-final to take place at Wembley as the outstanding Azuri take on a persistent Spain side under the arches. I'm also interested to know, which of these four sides do you see lifting the trophy? Will Denmark continue their fairy tale story? Will England lift their first trophy since 1966? Will Italy prove the doubters wrong? Or will Spain add yet another bit of silverware to their collection? Let me know in the comments below. But before we begin, I just wanted to thank you for all of your support so far over the Euros. Um, and you know, it's hugely appreciated, but it doesn't stop there. So please give this video a like, give the page a subscribe, and also hit that bell so that you get notified whenever we release a new video on the Mayo Media Network. But now let's begin. So it's Italy against Spain. It's a big one. It's one I'm really, really looking forward to. You know, Italy, they booked their place in the semi-final with an impressive 2-1 win over FIFA's top-ranked nation uh, in Belgium. And as a result, they've now reached the semi-finals of a major tournament on 12 occasions. And the only European nation to do better than that is Germany, um, who've done it 20 times. And Roberto Mancini's side, they've also won their last 15 Euro matches, which includes the qualifiers. And that's a new competition record. So, you know, they're in very, very good form. And based on the above, their confidence should be soaring. But... Italy did concede within 90 minutes last time out for the first time after 12 consecutive clean sheets in regulation time. And that kind of shows a chink in the armour uh, of this robust Zuri defence, you know, with the likes of Chiellini, Bastoni, Bonucci, who've all been world class. So it's just proven that you can score against them. They're not infallible. You can get amongst them. And Looking at Spain, they needed penalties to overcome Switzerland. Um, and Enrique's men have also enjoyed some fortune in terms of own goals, with three of the 10 own goals at Euro 2020 going in their favour. Um, and although Spain managed just one goal against Switzerland last time out, they forced the opposition goalkeeper Jan Sommer into 10 saves. And that's the most by any keeper in a single game at this tournament. This, plus the fact Spain scored 10 goals across the, the two games prior to that fixture, including extra time, highlights that their attack is in red hot form. They do squander a lot of chances, but they create a lot of chances as well. Um, both of these sides rank first and second for the highest number of average shots per game uh, in Euro 2020. Italy averaging around 20.2 shots, meanwhile Spain averaging around 19. So, you know, it's going to be a case of, I think there's going to be a lot of shots in this game, and it just depends which ones go in and who can kind of take that step into the final. Italy, they're undefeated in the last eight matches against Spain in all competitions and they've been priced up at around 2.5 or plus 150 and that gives them an implied probability of winning of 40%. However, when they've been priced up at a similar odds recently, they've actually won over 90% of those fixtures. So when they are sort of marginal favourites, they do tend to do well. Um, you compare that with Spain, who are the outsiders in this game and they've been priced up at 3.0 or plus 200 and that gives them an implied probability of winning of just 33.3%. And when going off at around that price, Spain have won less than 10% of those games. They don't tend to fare very well when they are the underdogs. And they're not used to being underdogs. They're a very, very good side. They have been in the past. And so, yeah, it's new territory for them being the underdogs in this one. Uh, they've been under two and a half goals in five of the last six meetings between these two. So they do tend to cancel each other out. Um, but Italy have won their last 13 games in all competitions and haven't lost any of their last 32, which is just ridiculous. And 
Mancini's men have also been the first team to score in all of their last 10 matches. You know, they, they do like to take initiative. They like to get on the score sheet early and, and defend that. And, but the way Mancini's got them playing is, is excellent. You know, the Italy of old, we used to see them. We used to see them shut up shop um, when they get the lead. But this Italy side, they still go at you. They harry you. They want to get the ball back. They press you. Um, and it's something that we see with Spain as well. So it does make for a, a very interesting matchup. Um, but Spain themselves are on a pretty impressive unbeaten run uh, of 12 matches. So it could be a case of who blinks first in this one. Um, Italy have conceded just two goals in this tournament, one being a Lukaku penalty against Belgium and the other against Austria in extra time when they failed to, you know, sort of break them down within the 90 minutes and, and made it count in those extra 30. But Spain have created more goal scoring chances than any other side by some margin in this tournament. And it just kind of lends itself to how Murata up top, he's a great striker, but there are a lot of parts of his game that are missing and no, he's not a killer up front. He won't take every chance that he gets. He needs maybe three or four before he can slot. And that's something that's kind of cost Spain. The amount of chances they create, they should be blowing teams away. And it's it's been something that Enrique has kind of struggled with lately and has been trying to find that winning formula. Nevertheless, he's in the semi-final, but he's going to hope that his forwards, when they get a chance against this Italian side, who've just got a ridiculously good defence, they need to be taking those chances. Looking at both teams, you know, in terms of team news, Player of the tournament candidate, really, Leonardo Spinazzola, uh, at fullback for Italy. He's going to miss out after suffering a really bad Achilles injury uh, in Italy's win over Belgium. So his Euros is over. He's going to be out for probably around five to six months, which is a real shame because he's looked a real talent at the back there. Luis Enrique is unlikely to make wholesale changes to his side, uh, but I expect Pau Torres probably get the, uh, the nod ahead of uh, Eric Garcia against Switzerland and the Villarreal man, he might keep his spot alongside Imeric Laporte, personally, I, I do believe, because I just think Pau Torres is he's more formidable. He's got more of a physical presence uh, as opposed to Eric Garcia. So I can see that pairing of Laporte and Pau Torres remaining. Um, Gerard Moreno, you could argue, might have blown his chance against Switzerland, really, um, to seriously challenge Alvaro Morata for a starting spot up front for Spain. Oh, Moreno, he's a, if you just stuck a yellow shirt on him, like the one for Villarreal, he'd probably been a different player. He's been fantastic in La Liga this season. So many goal involvements, but he just doesn't seem to be able to replicate that form for the Spanish national side. And he's squandered a lot of chances, missed a couple of penalties. And yeah, so it, it'd be interesting to see if he uh, has, still has faith in Moreno going into this one. Um, could even start on the bench, but who knows? I'm, I still think Moreno's got something to offer in this tournament. And he's just quality. He really is quality. And, you know, you can go through form. But class remains and Moreno is a class, class player. So even if they bring him off the bench, he'll have something to offer. In terms of my prediction of how I see the game panning out, I do favour Italy in this one. Um, and I do think they'll reach the final because for me, I'm a massive believer in defences win you leagues, defences win you tournaments. Uh, and Italy's defence is one of the best in the tournament. Only England actually have conceded less goals than Italy um, in this one. And you can get really good odds for an Italy win inside the 90 minutes. However... I'm going to take a different angle. I'm actually going to dip into the prop market as both sides are going to do whatever they can to get an advantage. And we saw in Italy's game against Belgium, they wanted to win as many fouls as possible to break up Belgium's attacking play. You know, Belgium with the likes of Kevin De Bruyne, you know, Carrasco, you know, they've got so many attacking outlets, you know, Lukaku up front and Italy were doing whatever they can to break that up. Winning fouls left, right and centre. All right. It borders upon the line of sort of cheating, if you like, you know, trying to get that advantage. I'm sure you've all seen the clip going around of, I think it was Ciro Immobile, you know, going down in the box, acting as though he was really injured. And 
in some serious need of medical attention and as soon as they scored he was up running across to celebrate and it, it, I guess it kind of depends on whether you're of a believer of I will do whatever it takes to make sure my team wins or you want to see good sportsmanship so it's a difficult one but nevertheless the facts remain Italy like to win fouls um, and you know as such I do see a high number of fouls in this one and I was looking at DraftKings actually they've set their line for the over fouls line at over 24.5 which I think is very low considering there's been over 30 fouls in all four knockout games so far featuring these two sides. And there's also been over 24.5 fouls in seven of their 10 collective matches so far this tournament. And that includes the group stages. And with a place in, in the final on the line, this could be a real, real battle. You know, and both of these sides are some of the most fouled teams in the tournament anyway. So... For me, I think Felix Britsch, or Dr. Felix Britsch, I should say, the German referee taking charge of this one, is going to be a busy man on Tuesday. So for me, my recommendation on this one, on DraftKings, is the over 24.5 match fouls line. And you can get that at minus 125. And that's in the game props section of DraftKings. So that'll be my pick for this game. Before I go, pop me a follow on both of my Twitter pages for stats ahead of each Euro game, as well as for all of the top matches next season. Follow at CGeorgeGamble. And for my personal page, follow me at George underscore CGG. And why not head over to my Instagram as well, which is at CGeorge underscore G. So thank you for watching. I hope this video has helped you ahead of the first semi-final. And there's just one thing left to say. It's coming home!